The following podcast is brought to you by the Village Zendo. For more information, visit villagezendo.org. So good morning. Um, I really appreciate uh, all of you being here this morning and seeing you and uh, supporting me uh, in this talk. Um, So last night, uh, I was just... I really couldn't uh, sleep. Uh, I'm in a, uh, I'm speaking actually from uh, Brantford, Connecticut, which is a, um, we moved here from Pauling, New York. My my last talk uh, was in Pauling uh, back in April. So this whole period uh, for me has been uh one of great change and transition um and and actually you know a lot of uh it's been it's been a a difficult time but uh we we are my husband and i are settling in um so last night uh i decided that uh having tried to write for a number of days um, and gone down different paths, I decided uh, to scrap my talk uh, that I really hadn't found uh, what I wanted to say. And so um, I'm going to, I've written a few notes uh, this morning and we'll just see where it goes. My, heart chest is fluttering a bit. Uh, I, I definitely have a fear of uh, speaking and uh, being front and center. And it's one of the wonderful things about being um, having our practice and being a member of a wonderful Sangha is that we get to do you know, we're given the opportunity to do a lot of things uh, that are perhaps difficult. And uh, in that, we have the opportunity to um, kind of learn and grow. So um, about a week ago, uh, Tokyo, week and a half ago, Tokyo Hoshi gave what he called a way-seeking talk. And um, I was very moved uh, by his intimate and personal talk and felt that um, I would kind of frame this talk um, in that way. Uh, It felt right to me. So uh, coming into, uh, well, one of the things that uh, really resonated with me that he talked about was uh, disassociating. And um, when I came into Zen, I did not know that I disassociated. Um, And that, uh, you know, came, probably began in childhood, um, you know, with with feelings of not being safe, uh, you know, in, in my family and, um, I think I became deeply uh, in that groove and didn't know that I was, as Tokyo didn't know. 
and it was um, in uh, the Zendo one day where I too all of a sudden uh, caught myself uh, actually returning and it was like where did I go I had no memory of having uh, checked out of having in a way blacked out lost consciousness um, so our practice has really given me uh, just a wonderful opportunity to um, in our Zazen to uh, look at myself and uh, study the self and to um, change, you know, change uh, long-term habits. Uh, so, but to get back to um, kind of this entering Zen uh, and way seeking, I um, came to Zen uh, uh, through uh, Thich Nhat Hanh and the Plum Village Sangha. Um, and it was at a time uh, in my life where everything changed. Uh, I was um, very ill. I had breast cancer. I was going through a lot of uh, heavy duty uh, treatment and also a number of surgeries. And uh, I remember one day listening to a talk by, you know, on a tape um, by Thich Nhat Hanh. And what he said was, um, there is more than just suffering. And it was such a wonderful thing for me to hear. Um, because I could lie in bed, maybe not feeling so great, and uh, could look out the window, right, and see birds and trees and, you know, whatever was happening, listening to raindrops, um, you know, falling. Um, it opened up the world in a much wider way, which is, you know, what I think our uh, practice does for us. Um, you know, all the things that uh, I've, the many ways in which I've uh, turned away uh, for many years, you know, it started way, way back as a child. Um, in Zazen, there's the opportunity to, huh, what's going on? You know, what is, what is my annoyance? What is my anger? What is my shame? What is this feeling that's coming up? And um, to look and uh, see and think about how we function and what uh, doesn't uh, serve anymore to make a shift. Um, so in 2007, um, I came into the village Zendo through a program that was offered them. Then it was the Buddhist chaplaincy training program. And um, I can remember after only uh, a few times of walking through the door, that there was a day where I opened the door and I just was like drawn in, you know, by the sounds, the smell of incense. It just felt so right 
for me. I felt like I was uh, had come to the right place. And, um, you know, it was, I wouldn't have articulated it at this point, but I came, I think, to articulate it in myself as I had come to a place where I could heal. And uh, Zazen and our Sangha um, was the right, was the right place, the right people and the right family and the, um, and, and the practice that uh, made sense to me. Um, so in, in my, uh, in the first number of years um, at the Zendo, as I would sit, you know, in a uh, just regular period of practice uh, during a Zazenkai uh, on retreat, um, I spent period after period after period sobbing. You know, when I uh, I almost held an came to hold an image um, at the time of uh, holding this great big sack, you know, of grief that I didn't I didn't know was there when I when I first came. And as I sat, you know, all of the grief came up. Um, I'm sure some people who knew me back there, you know, sat, sat through periods where I sobbed very loudly. Um, but, you know, over time, you know, I had the opportunity to kind of unpack that bag and slowly you know, the, uh, the grief as I came to understand it and work with the issues and, of course, you know, went into therapy as well, um, it just changed, you know, it just changed. And um, the wonderful thing about, you know, our Sangha is that and hopefully we'll get back <laughs> to this and be it'll be easier when we're physically together. But there are so many there are these roles, these forms and these roles that we take on. And um, it's like right now, you know, the fact that I get to to talk <laughs> and do something that terrifies me. You know how great, you know, if I do it enough. And, um, you know, that, that changes. And uh, I have the opportunity uh, to become a little bit more comfortable. You know, whether it's uh, being Jikido, whether it's um, being Chidan, being, there are so, Jisha, there are so many roles that are offered to us, all of us, you know. Um, to step into roles and to uh, get comfortable with things that we're not comfortable with. Uh, so, you know, I'm just a very uh, grateful um, for our practice and for Sangha. Um, one of the things um, that, okay, so I think you know, I was really having trouble writing this 
talk because I kept going back to and trying to process my move to um, Brantford, Connecticut. It was, I was really having a hard time. Um, it was, you know, during the real estate market, uh, it was just so intense heading out in the insane uh, real estate market uh, that was, has been for the last year um, in which, you know, there's just no houses and no rentals, very few available. And lots of us that were people that were scrapping for those uh, spots. So when um, we were, my husband and I were under, we had rented a house, the house sold, um, and uh, we started looking and we settled, we put a bid on in, on a house that we had probably seen for all 15 minutes that I didn't like. And I was like hoping when we got the phone call, you know, the next day from our realtor that we would not have gotten it. I didn't want to move there. And she said, guess what? Your bid has been accepted. And I swear to God, it was like a gut punch. No, 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 not this house. I don't want to move there. There were, uh, there have been a lot of things that about this house, um, I, I'm, I've been looking at it recently as what I'm attached to, right? What I think I deserve, what I think are my requirements for being happy. And um, so we got here and right, the day after we moved was the day after Ida, right? Opening up the door, going into the basement, the flooding, no, 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 you know? And of course I realize I'm very fortunate. I have a food, I have a house, um, things are really okay, but that no um, resounded. Uh, I, I heard it very often, you know, in the first couple of months here. And uh, so I'm so thankful, right? You know, at a time that was difficult to be able to have our online Zendo, right? To have good number of years of practice, you know, under my belt so that I could say, I hear the no, I hear not me. So, uh, say, what are you going to do about it? Um, I guess I'll have to sit down, uh, walking, we know walking, sitting, lying down, wherever you are, you know, paying attention uh, to what we think and what we hear inside. Um, and knowing that we just have to take uh, each step, step at a time. Um, and, uh, you know, the online Zen Zendo was a godsend because I got to sit and feel the support of our Sangha, uh, meet with teachers. I felt like I knew what to do. I didn't feel so great about myself, but we all know that we're perfect just as we are. And all of the ingredients um, that come up are what we have to work with. 
and the opportunity, right, to look and go, how am I going to, okay, open myself to where I am now and do my best. So that big no, not me, uh, when I was considering that, um, before I went to bed last night, uh, or maybe it was this morning, I don't really remember, um, led me to case two in the Blue Cliff record. The ultimate path is without difficulty. So let me read. Chow Cho, teaching the assembly, said, the ultimate path is without difficulty. Just avoid picking and choosing. As soon as there are words spoken, this is picking and choosing. This is clarity. This old monk does not abide within clarity. Do you still preserve anything or not? At that time, a certain monk asked, since you do not abide within clarity, what do you preserve? Chao Cho replied, I don't know either. The monk said, since you don't know, teacher, why do you nevertheless say that you do not abide within clarity? Chao Cho said, it is enough to ask about the matter. Bow and withdraw. So there's a question here. Do we need to abide in clarity? Do we need to make sense of, uh, you know, kind of what's going on in our life? Um, what is this preserving? You know, preserving kind of, ah, hand tight, staying, you know, wrapped tight around um, something that is, is, is causes and conditions, circumstances in her life. Um, Chow Cho says, I don't know. And ultimately that he does not abide in clarity. And so, um, you know, that really speaks to me now of, you know, my life. Can I just open? Um, can I just uh, be open to where I am now and go step by step? Forget all my ideas, right, about who I am. Forget all of my ideas about this body and what I need, my requirements. You know, maybe it, it really boils down to just taking things step by step. What do you hear? What do you see? Um, being here now and just doing our best 
being grounded and centered and um, serving life as best we can, um, opening up, you know, to the larger picture. I, I think of it as receiving our life, you know, what's coming forward? Let me meet that and do my best. Um, you know, I had So um, maybe what I'll what I'll end with is um, wondering where something is, but my desk is a little bit of a, a mess right now uh, with all my writing and that I haven't organized. So I'm going to end with the Sing Sing Ming by Sang San, which is, um, I'll just read a couple of, uh, the first couple of paragraphs from this poem that was written. And it really is where uh, the case number two um, came from, was taken from. Um, no, avoid picking and choosing. So this is how it goes. The great way is not difficult for those who have no preferences. When love and hate are both absent, everything becomes clear and undisguised. Make the smallest distinction, however, and heaven and earth are set infinitely apart. If you wish to see the truth, then hold no opinions for or against anything, to set up what you like against what you dislike is the disease of the mind. When the deep meaning of things is not understood, the mind's essential peace is disturbed to no avail. The way is perfect like vast space where nothing is lacking and nothing in excess. Indeed, it is due to our choosing to accept or reject that we do not see the true nature of things. <laughs>